Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are across the globe. Welcome to On the Sofa with yours truly, Esther Austin. Well, with me today, I have the legendary Charles Wright. Charles Wright and the Watts 103rd Street Rhythm Band. Well, welcome, Charles. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> a real, real pleasure. Right, Charles, I usually ask my guests in a nutshell, or maybe a coconut shell, who is Charles? Who would your family say Charles is, or who would you say you are? Well, in America, I'm what they call a country boy. <laughs> I come from the country. Uh-huh. My family were sharecroppers which I've written a book about, uh -huh. about up from where we've come. And I just happened to fall in love with the music industry. And uh, I was uh, introduced to it by a gentleman named Jesse Belvin, who was a great singer. We had great hit records like Good Night, My Love, Guess Who. And... Uh, I uh, started a band along the way, mm -hmm. and named Watch the Street Rhythm Band, and, and uh, we, I guess the rest of it, it, it speaks for itself. Yes, yes. And, you know, what what does music do for you, Charles? You know, where, where does it take you, and where has it taken you in the past? Because obviously you're very passionate about what you do, and you know, music is something that I feel is a soul-filled journey. So what has music done for you personally? Where does it take you, Charles? Well, it keeps me alive for one thing. Because <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, I've been fortunate enough to be very successful with it. I have one song that makes lots of money, so I'm very blessed. Mm -hmm. And uh, I live comfortably thanks to music. And, and uh, I, actually, everybody in my life tried to get me not to do this, but uh, I succeeded against all odds. <clears throat> okay. And so was it a sense of... Um, did you know, I guess it was an innate sense of knowing that the music industry was what you wanted to go into because you said, you know, a lot of people tried to dissuade you from going into the industry. Um, but what what was it that that made you push against what everybody else was saying? Harmony. Mm. I just love harmony. And I, I started learning about harmony uh, at, by road, actually. And I, then eventually I went to school and uh, got some uh, theory under my belt. And I, I've been successful ever since. Brilliant, brilliant. And Charles, what was it like being on the road with your, your band? I guess that was another part of the whole music experience. Up and down, darling. The road is really is not the easiest thing. Performing on the stage is beautiful, but you have to have ride from one town, one city to the next city on 
buses or trains or planes, and you you're dealing with ten other people constantly. So sometimes you get on each other's nerves. <laughs> <laughs> And sometimes it's great, you see great things, or you you have great experiences together. But then sometimes, it's kind of tough, sometimes you get irritated with each other. Mm. And for you then, what was the glue that held the group together? What what was it that you felt that was special about yourselves as a band? Love held us together until money came into the picture and it got kind of funny. Okay. Okay, okay. And, you know, you're, I mean, you've got sort of chart-topping tracks such as Do Your Thing, Till You Get Enough, Loveland, and I would say one of my personal favorites is Express Yourself. Just share a little bit about that song, Charles, because for me, Express Yourself as it says, means to express yourself, but it's almost this whole thing of let's walk the walk of freedom, let's have fun, let's be adventurous. So what was the take behind that particular song? You know, a song came to me one night. We were doing a concert. We were doing Do Your Thing. When it ended, kids kept clapping, so I don't know what made me say it. I said express yourself. They went crazy. And... uh, I repeated it a couple of times, and he responded the same way. So I went to my hotel room that night and started writing, express yourself. Got off a plane the next day about noon. And I, yeah, but anyway, I finished it. Then I went and recorded the track uh, with just myself and two others, the drummer and the bass player. And uh, nobody liked it. The horn players didn't want to play on it. The record company didn't want to release it. Uh, first, this jockey I gave a copy to him. He told me it was a piece of junk. Mm. <laughs> Nobody liked to express itself, but I knew what it was. Mm. Yeah. And it became the biggest thing I ever did. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And... Charles, for you, in terms of, yes, you're an American soul and funk band, you know, who have been some of the, um, I would say, other artists who have inspired you? Because you, you you remind me a bit of Sonny Turner from The Platters, actually. I must say, you've got a look, a similar look to, to Sonny. And I had the pleasure of meeting him last year, as well as Little Anthony from The Imperials and Lamont Macklemore from The Fifth Dimension. And... So, who, who, who is that from the platters you mentioned? Sonny Turner. Okay. Yeah, you. you I remind. I remind you of him. <laughs> you do a bit, yes. Okay. It's a nice reminder, Charles. <laughs> All right. Okay. So I guess the question is, you know, who have been some other artists who have inspired you personally on your musical journey? Well, I have to say, Jesse Bevan, the guy I mentioned first, and James Brown, Otis Redding. And believe it or not, Antonio Carlos Chapin. Okay. 
And why is that? What, what, what's so unique or different or special about these artists? Well, I think uh, James Brown, everybody knows how heavyweight he was and how deep he was with his music. Uh, and Otis Redding, one of the greatest I've ever known. I, I used to play their music when I was when I started my band. The music that we played was other people's music, and James Brown and Otis Redding are two of the main people that we played their music. And I was definitely influenced by that. Mm. Uh, Joe Bean, someone gave me his album in going into the music industry, what piece of advice would you give them, Charles? What is the most important piece of advice that people you feel people need to know? I, my advice, I don't know if it'll work for today's. The, the kind of music they're making today is not genuine soul mm. music anymore, hardly. But that's what I would do. I would try to uh, make soul music, uh, music with a lot of feeling with real bands. And uh, I would try to say something positive to the people. Mm. I think those are the most important things that we need today, that we are going to begin to suffer from the lack of. Brilliant. It's interesting because I was um, checking some of your stuff out on YouTube. There's a song that you sing, Comment. If all men are truly brothers. And what I'm getting a sense of, from you, Charles, is that you do have a passion for humanity, you do have a passion for love, you do have a passion for bringing people together, but also this whole thing about expression and love, and I believe that's been the backbone for all the music that you've created. Would you say that? I say you've listened to my music for sure. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that's the essence, but I get that's why I love interviewing, as I say, classic old school artists because there's a real essence to not only who you are, but that's then imbued within your music and even just in the conversations that I have with yourself, it's just so enriching. And like you said, you know, this is the sort of thing that's needed in this time. And in winding down, Charles, are you still gigging or have you totally retired? No, I, I gig every once in a while. Well, I'm writing a book now. Okay. You haven't read my book? What is the name of it? Up. Oh, from up. Where we've, up from where we've come. From when I was born, to I landed at Union Station in Los Angeles at the age of 12. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it's what my parents went through. It's sheer accomplished. Mm-hmm. It's probably one of the most genuine pieces of American mm-hmm. history you will ever read. Okay, brilliant. Brilliant. Okay, well, I'm looking forward to having a read of your book and to finding out more about your journey. Well, Charles, thank you so much for this 
And thank you so much for sharing. Thank you so much for your time. I'm looking forward to hopefully meeting you one day. But just thank you for what you left for humanity and the songs that you created that really express into people's lives. So thank you for your time again. Thank you very much for the interview. It was great. Thank you, my dear. Okay, darling. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And your audience.